morning. I'm Anna Palmer, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, August 17th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest on Afghanistan. Number two, Joe Biden's agenda. And number three, Republicans, probably unsurprisingly, are already fundraising off the situation in Afghanistan. All right, let's get into the mix. It is just me this morning. The first and biggest story across the world, of course, is the ongoing crisis in Afghanistan. It is by far the most serious foreign policy problem that President Joe Biden's administration has faced during nearly seven months in office. And one of the things that really struck us about this story is the contrasting threads that are playing out all at once. And the fact that all of these things I'm about to say can be true at the same time. Number one, the February 2020 agreement between former President Donald Trump's administration and the Taliban was a deeply flawed one. Trump and former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo have defended the deal as calling for a quote-unquote conditions-based withdrawal. But one of the things that's really important to remember is some of the most important provisions that were included in classified annexes were never seen by the American public. Trump also excluded Afghan President Ashraf Ghani and his government from the talks leading up to the original agreement. Another thing that's true is that Biden's execution of the Afghanistan withdrawal has been awful. Biden was given a poor hand on Afghanistan by Trump, but he's also played it extremely poorly. Number three, Americans are tired of the war. And the White House knows this. Biden administration officials believe they have public sentiment on their side, despite the nightmarish scenes coming out of the Kabul airport. Another thing that's also true, it is absolutely heartbreaking that thousands of Afghans who risked their lives to help Americans and NATO forces may be forced to remain in the country, facing potential reprisal from the Taliban. Members and senators in both parties have been deeply focused on this, making personal appeals to administration officials for help. And lastly, Republicans are going to use this debacle to bash Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris over the head for a long time to come. Republicans are continuing to criticize Biden, saying he has no idea what he's doing and he couldn't develop or carry out a withdrawal plan. Biden has long portray himself as a wise old man on foreign policy. But this episode lays bare how difficult being commander-in-chief actually is. Playing president or even campaigning for the job is a far cry from actually being president. There's a ton of coverage across all newspapers and outlets online and on cable news. The New York Times headline this morning reads, U.S. veterans view Afghan collapse with anguish, rage, and relief. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning, the Biden agenda. Speaker Nancy Pelosi is moving ahead with a budget vote, even with the White House distracted on Afghanistan. Next week is going to be a pivotal moment for President Joe Biden's domestic agenda as the House prepares to vote on a $3.5 trillion budget resolution. Passing that measure, which passed the Senate on that party line 50-49 vote on August 11th, will allow Democratic congressional leaders to start assembling a massive reconciliation bill this fall that will include big chunks of Biden's American Jobs Plan and Americans' Families Plan. 
Now, some pro-democratic groups are calling this the American Jobs and Families Plan. Look for that messaging in the days and weeks to come. This will be the combined $1 trillion Senate bipartisan infrastructure bill that would be an enormous legislative win for Biden and Democrats, and one that the president and his party hopes can save their embattled Hill majorities in the 2022 midterms. Here's the problem. Right now, there aren't enough Democratic votes to pass the budget resolution in the House. A serious split has emerged between House Democratic moderates and progressives on these proposals, one that threatens to imperil passage of both measures. We actually interviewed Representative Josh Gottheimer, the Democrat from New Jersey who's leading those moderates. Uh, and there's a actual video in Punchable News AM that you can look at. In that interview, he spoke to Jake Gottheimer said he thinks there will be a deal cut with the speaker, but right now is sticking firm and says that he will not vote on the budget without an infrastructure vote. Something to watch for sure. Certainly the posture of moderates and actually the fact that they're trying to dig in here is key because right now Pelosi isn't backing down on her plan, despite Gottheimer and other moderates saying they aren't going to vote for it. She is moving ahead. She says she doesn't want to hear it. She's planning to bring up the rule for the budget resolution early next week. She's offered to have that rule spell out the floor debate for both measures as a concession to these moderates who have said that they have problems with the the fact that they're going to try to twin these two proposals together. But basically, Pelosi's daring moderates to vote against the budget resolution and the rest of the House Democratic leadership is with her. She spoke to House Democratic leaders during a call on Monday night, according to sources familiar with the discussions, and she said it was, quote, essential that we show results. This is no time for amateur hour. Certainly something that we will be watching, how actually this uh, moves forward. Uh, It's not surprising, considering the gravity of what's transpiring in Kabul and throughout Afghanistan, but for Biden and his senior staff, the timing of this foreign policy disaster could not be worse. The White House is already facing huge challenges as COVID surges across the country and the migrant crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border continues to grow. And now we have the Afghanistan debacle, as well as potentially protracted battle on Capitol Hill over Biden's agenda, the debt limit, government funding, and what's going to happen to the party in next year's midterms. Biden's August just keeps on getting longer. And the number three story of the morning, unsurprisingly, Republicans are making lemonade out of lemons. They are already raising money off of Joe Biden's handling of of Afghanistan. The hustle never stops. Representative Brian Mass, Republican from Florida, and the NRSC are raising money off it, as is Mike Pompeo's new PAC. They are all trying to cash in on the debacle that is happening in Afghanistan and the fact that they feel like Joe Biden is not leading on it. A reminder, President Joe Biden is at Camp David today and at 1.30, Jen Psaki and Jake Sullivan will brief. With that, thanks so much for listening this morning. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. One quick note, we are hiring a community manager to help us grow our premium member community to think creatively about how we interact and engage on this podcast and others uh, areas of our product suite. So we'd love for you to apply. If that's something that's interests you, you can check out our listing on punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.